right, it's time. Time for what? We want to welcome you to the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. My name is Travis Rosinger, and I am your host, but I'm not alone. I'm here with another host, my wife, Dawn Rosinger. Hey, guys. Welcome back. We're so excited to be with you today. We are sitting in our living room, and I often comment about the view that we have outside. Well, today we have a view where we just have, it's pure white. Like, there is this blanket of snow outside, so we are fully in winter here, but in the front yard, we have something else that we created. Yeah, we have a new member of the we family, do. Yep. don't we? Yep, his name is Frosty Jr. We actually built a snowman with our grandkids this last weekend, had a great time. He's got a carrot as, you know, his nose, his eyes are rocks, and he's got sticks. We had a great time, but it's just kind of fun trying to really enjoy winter, cold snow, and just being with our family. Well, hold on, Don. you got to fill everybody in on what else did you guys do when you were outside with their grandkids, with their daughter out there in the snow. I was like, what is happening? (laughs) This is crazy. Well, you guys, we have grandkids. They're two and a half. They're two years old and 13 months old. And so we thought we'd try a new thing with them this year. We actually showed them that snow actually tastes good. It's kind of fun to it's, eat it, like the clean white snow. It's edible, but I don't know if it tastes good. Well, I, they actually thoroughly enjoyed it until they started licking Frosty the Snowman, and I'm like, well, yeah, that snow maybe not, not a the good cleanest. Plan. No. But my daughter had bought some the sweetener that you pour in the snow. We made the syrup, it officially right? like snow cones, like with real snow. And they sat down with their cup and their spoon in their <laughs> snowmobile suit, boots, hats, mittens, That's and they awesome. loved it. Like they were just having a ball. They were happy as can be. It was actually a pretty warm day. For some reason that day, it was 40 degrees. Yeah, so spectacular weather. The snow wasn't weather. melting at that point, but it was a beautiful day. But what a fun, you know, uh, memory that we got to make with our grandkids. Yeah, well, you tuned in to listen to Loving the Fight Marriage podcast to hear us talk and think about marriage with us, but you found out now you can make snow cones yeah, out of really actual yeah. snow, real yeah. snow. And we didn't get sick. Well, you didn't get sick, and our daughter had a great time. Her grandkids had a great Great time. So way to go, Don. Uh, it was super funny, though, walking outside. And you're all sitting there eating <laughs> blue snow cones from great. real yeah. snow, like legit snow. Well, hey, guys, again, thanks so much for tuning in. We just wanted to say if this podcast has blessed you and maybe helped your marriage in any way, please consider giving us a five-star review or click the five stars uh, in Spotify and in Apple Podcasts. Now, you can certainly write a review and we would love to hear that. That would be so encouraging. But just remember, even when you just click the five stars, you are helping more couples out there be able to hear encouraging content Mm -hmm. and provide solutions for their marriages. Or maybe you're looking for marriage help and would like more information on marriage coaching. Just a reminder to head over to our website, lovingthefight.com. There's information for you. We'd love to connect with you. Yeah, that's right, Don. We just want to encourage couples to fight for their marriage through this podcast, through marriage coaching, and helping in any way that we can. Well, I love the title of this episode and last week's episode, because this is part two. We have been talking about fair fighting, how your marriage can win at conflict. Now, we talked about this again in part one, episode 131, how conflict is necessary for communication just to flow and for problems to get solved within a marriage. 
marriage. It's just so needed. And conflict, of course, is often uncomfortable, but if done correctly, can be worth it. It is worth it. So choosing to go to your spouse in humility is a choice that says, I love you and I love our marriage. It's worth it to me to have this uncomfortable conversation, even though you and I may want to avoid it right now. Like we just want to go do something fun or we don't want to have to deal with this elephant in the room, but I want to pursue a solution with you over living with this between us. Now, Jesus said, in Matthew chapter 5 verse 23 he said so if you are presenting a sacrifice at the altar in the temple and you suddenly remember that someone has something against you leave your sacrifice there at the altar go and be reconciled to that person then come and offer your sacrifice to God and that person Mm -hmm. is often in marriage your spouse Don, there are times where I've had to go to you and say, look, I just don't feel right about our marriage, and I know it's affecting my relationship with God, and so uh, let's work this out. Yeah. And there are times you've come to me, and I love that. It's it's so healthy to be humble and go, man, I can't have a right relationship with yeah. God until I'm right with my spouse. Yep, it's like you can't move forward. You're kind of stuck, and you know something's not right, and you have to just go to each other and say, hey, like, let's just talk about this. Let's work through this issue together. Yeah, again, this episode is titled Fair Fighting, How Your Marriage Can Win at Conflict. So that's the question. How can you win when there's friction, disagreements, and you're stuck right in the middle of conflict? I think it's so important to remember, yes, we have conflict, but there is a way to win at conflict. You just have to engage and make sure that you're fighting to win. Yeah, and I love that you said that, Don, because I think um, there are people that are listening to this episode right now, and maybe part one, uh, last week's episode, one. 31 that may have tuned in because they're like, oh, cool. Travis and Don are going to teach me, the husband, how to win against my wife at conflict. And that's not what this is no, about. Not at all. This is all about how you as a couple together can win at conflict. And it takes both of you and it takes work and it takes the willingness to change your behavior and your attitudes towards each other. So here are a few things, uh, ways that we have learned to fight fair and win in our marriage at conflict. Again, this is part two. So last week in episode 131, we gave you five things to win at conflict in your marriage. And here they are. I'm just going to run through them quickly to overlook the little things, to listen and understand without reacting, to stay calm and settle your mind, to avoid being pulled into unimportant conflict, and to agree to walk away and come back later. And if you go back and listen to that episode, we go into detail about each of those things, but those that's just a quick recap. Well, today we want to give you six more ways that you can win at conflict in your marriage. Again, it's unavoidable. Let's, let's try to win. Let's make sure that we're winning at conflict. The next one is this. Ask yourself, what is the real problem? You guys, sometimes the problem is waking up on the wrong side of the bed and being grumpy, but often the problem is something deeper like a schedule that is out of control or anger and bitterness from the past that really hasn't been dealt with yet. Or maybe there's a shortage of money in the face of big bills that are coming up. So just take the time, dig down, do the hard work, be willing to unearth whatever is lying below that might be causing the conflict, anger, or disappointment. Yeah. And it could be even deeper things. It could be that one spouse is willing to admit, yeah, I kind of lose my temper a lot, or I'm kind of in a bad mood a lot. And maybe the source is that they need to go to a biblical 
biblically centered therapist mm, counselor yeah. to help them deal with their childhood, maybe right. lots That's of true. anger yep. from growing up or whatever it is. But but really ask yourselves the question: What is the real problem? Yeah, you just have to really dig down deep, get out that shovel, and make sure that you don't stop digging until you find the problem. It's also important to find a creative solution that fits the nagging problem. I mean, often there's a solution that is right under our nose. If we just take the time to release all the negative emotions, to get clear-headed, and to work together to find the common win that will bring about the needed peace and the contentment that uh, the marriage is so desperately craving for. So be sure that the solution, when you're looking for one, when you find one, that it provides a win for both spouses. Now, you might never find a perfect solution, but you are likely to find one that everyone will agree on is better than your current reality. Right, that yep. is a huge step forward. I mean, even if it's incremental, just take the step yep. forward, but make sure each spouse is benefiting from that decision. I know just a few weeks back, Travis, we were having a little bit of conflict. And honestly, we didn't really come up with a solution because it was it was more based on an opinion rather than an actual, hey, let's find a solution. So we just agreed like, okay, it's okay. You can have your opinion. I can have my opinion. And we respected that we just had different opinions. Isn't that great? I love that because sometimes just having the different opinions and not agreeing to have the same opinion doesn't hurt the marriage. It's like, oh my gosh, it actually elevates the respect. It's like, I can respect that you are a human being and you are independent to a degree and you're intelligent and wise and you have your own opinion. Yep. And I actually love that. I think that's really healthy for marriages. It doesn't mean that you're wrong. It doesn't mean that I'm wrong. We're just two different people. And that's great because honestly, we want different opinions in our, within our life. You know, another way that you can win at conflict in your marriage is to discuss only one problem per conversation. It's so important to only focus on one issue at a time. Honestly, man, you're going to be going a thousand different directions if you're trying to, you know, if you have conflict, the emotions are running high and you bring like five other things in it. So even if you have identified two or three issues, you must just work towards a solution for one issue first, yeah, not so five good. at a time. So good. That way you can grow your conflict management skills and gain relational momentum. Yeah, it's almost like couples get into conflict and in their marriage, and it's like a, a garbage truck just starts backing up, it opens up, and then it dumps like... 40 more things into right. the middle of the home or the marriage. And it's like, no, 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 no. Just, just don't start pulling all the garbage from the past out and let it dump into your, your marriage or that specific, you know, conflict conversation. Leave that stuff alone. Leave right. in the past. Right. Leave other things out of it and stick to the one thing. Winning at conflict in your marriage includes this. Look for the marriage win. Once you have achieved a solution, then celebrate that you now have a win in your marriage's win column. Honestly, get excited about it while we walk through that. There's a win. Pat yourselves on the back and enjoy the additional peace and harmony in that specific area. That might sound goofy, but honestly, that is a win when it comes to marriages. Relationships are challenging, so when you find a solution that works, just take the time to celebrate it. Yeah. And like high five each other. That's say, hey, so good. We work through it. Honestly, you're just increasing that muscle, that conflict muscle. You're getting stronger in that area. So celebrate it. Yeah. And really, it's just the oxygen breathing in. Wow. We got through it. We found a win and, and just enjoying that. 
Well, it's always important to be ready to apologize. And that's the next thing that we want to encourage you to do to kind of add to your arsenal of winning as a couple in conflict. So what does this mean? It means holding a grudge and not being willing to let go and forgive is that one area that the Bible literally says when talking about anger and conflict, it says this phrase, don't give the devil a foothold. In other words, don't don't allow him to come into your life. And that is fascinating to me that we don't talk more about that either in our personal lives, but especially in marriage. I mean, Ephesians 4.26 says, in your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry and do not give the devil a foothold. I wanted to read it directly to you, but, and there's another translation, the New Living Translation says, and don't sin by letting your anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you are still angry, for anger gives a foothold to the devil. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, yeah. That's like crazy. Right. I don't want the devil to have a foothold in my marriage, and I don't want him to have a foothold in my soul. But if you are ruled by your anger and unwillingness to forgive, it's possible. I don't know if you've thought about this before, but it's possible that you will be giving evil bridge into your life and a way for it to stay there. It's kind of like giving evil the key to the front door of your home. Don't do it. So resist evil by being willing to forgive and by being willing to apologize. Be the first to apologize when there's conflict and open a door for your spouse to reciprocate. It's so weird to think that one of your greatest weapons against evil might be, hey, I'm sorry, I lost control, or you know what, I have a bad attitude in this area. But honestly, that's what the Bible is talking about. Don't go to bed angry. Don't bring anger, this evil thing that the devil likes to step on and use in your life into one day and then another day and then another day. Leave it. Apologize. I think in order to really look into this a little bit deeper, just in the realistic you know, what does this mean? Honestly, if you have conflict and all of a sudden you all of a sudden you realize that your time is being stolen or your joy has just, you're frustrated, that's giving the devil a foothold. Why? Because he's taking your time, he's taking your joy, and you're basically giving it to him. Don't let him have that foothold. Yeah. And I think conflict is really allowing ourselves as couples to look through a microscope at our marriage. And that's fine to get through the conflict, but to survive long term and to get out of the conflict and stay out of it um, when it's not needed is to really pull back and say, no, 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 I'm going to look at my marriage like from a far distance and go, wow, we, we actually have a pretty darn cool life together. And God has blessed us with a lot of loving people around us and given us so many great things. And so to not always, you know, put it under the microscope Mm, and let go, get into the next day. I think this is something that I've had to learn to do. This didn't come natural to me, Travis. You are definitely quicker to apologize. You want to work through conflict quicker than I do. I have to process it. And I realized I'm just, again, the devil is taking that foothold when I'm not ready to be like, yep, I want to work through this. It's taking my joy and destroying my day. So this is something that if you haven't come you know, to a point where you feel, hey, this is a strong ear, keep working at it. Learn how to do this. And the last one is this, but it's so important. If you are having conflict and you can't man seem to get around it, like, and you together can't discover a solution, maybe at this point see a biblically-based Christian counselor or a pastor if you get stuck in one area or find yourself in a marriage 
tailspin. You know, seeking help from a trusted, wise spiritual resource it is not a sign of weakness. It's actually a sign of strength and determination. It's a way of saying with your actions, our relationship means more to us than our pride. It means more to us than any cost related to getting help. We want our marriage to win. And I think it's key that it's a biblically based Christian marriage counselor. Why? Because they know that their identity, our identity is found in Christ and making sure that the values are lining up with what the Bible says. So make sure that the counselor that you are seeking out knows God and has a relationship with God and has the same values as you do. Yeah, we can't reiterate that enough. Uh, man, don't get advice from somebody who doesn't uh, have a, a deep relationship with Jesus or, you know, somebody who is a, a marriage counselor but sees no need to follow Jesus or honor the Bible. That's the wrong place right, to go yeah. uh, because they have different values when it comes to staying married and fighting it out and getting keeping strong in your marriage. So it's something that's really, really vitally important. So you guys, the tips that we've given in this episode and the last episode are honestly things that we have over the last 30 years have helped us work through conflict, things that we're learning, but things that we are continuing to put into practice and try to get better at because our marriage is not perfect. It's not. At all. And we still bicker over some sometimes goofy little things that we're like, hey, let's step back. This is not even important. But then there are some tougher issues that we have to work through mm. because there's an enemy out there trying to attack us, trying to you know go after our marriage. And so we have to make sure we're standing guard and ready to fight. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you, Don. And thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. Remember, guys, you can do it. You got this. Keep loving the fight. We'll see you next time. <laughs>